Before we get started, there's something I'm really excited to share with you. It's no secret that we think diversifying your income is incredibly important. One way that we do it is by investing in rental properties. We've done a ton of research, interviewed experts, and invested over $100,000 of our own money in income-producing rental properties. I am proud to announce that we're launching Rental Properties for Passive Investors. It's a course on exactly how you can passively invest in rental properties. Like our podcast, it's incredibly actionable and details exactly how we've both purchased and managed our rental properties. It also includes a year of investable, the analysis tool we use to make sure the rental properties we purchase are actually profitable. Finding the deal is half the battle. You need to know your numbers to make a profitable investment. We're running a pre-sale for $100 off. Head over to listenmoneymatters.com slash REI to learn more. That's listenmoneymatters.com slash REI for $100 off rental properties for passive investors. Welcome to the Listen Money Matters podcast, the only personal finance podcast that'll put a smile on your face. For more information, visit listenmoneymatters.com. And now, here are your hosts, Matt and Andrew. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Listen Money Matters podcast. My name is Matt, and I'm here with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, sir? Badass, dude. How are you? Good. We've been talking for like three hours prior to this podcast. I'm tired tired (laughs) of seeing your face on Saturday morning. (laughs) Saturday afternoon. I know. I need to shave. Dude, I, you know what? I th- I'm thinking about like not shaving and getting my hair cut for the entire month of March. Do you? Have- and then, uh, yeah, I was actually I was just picturing you like a, <laughs> I just, like a mop. I don't. I you know, I don't like getting my hair cut at all. I hate it. I hate getting my hair cut. I hate making small talk. Yep. While someone has scissors, like very close to my face yeah they're like what do you do for a living i'm like i tell you this every time i come in you just don't remember i'm like i run a pool website they're like oh that's different (laughs) yep okay uh no i i'm thinking about just like saying like forget it dude i don't want to do it just for a whole month not shave either just like grow out a beard like a massive not shave is easy i mean i see i get complaints Oh, Laura, well you, yeah. Laura complains. Today see, she was that. like, get a haircut, get a haircut. You should come walk with me on the way to Target and get a haircut. And <laughs> I, I was just like, um, what, what were you saying? No, see, I don't want to do any of that nonsense. <laughs> uh, and plus I'm like, it, it just, it pulls me away from work because it's like, oh, I got to go run. And, and I have to do it at like one in the afternoon because or on like on like a Wednesday, sometime that I know children are not going to be at the haircut place. <laughs> like when the kid, like when the kids are in school, is that parents, like a legal requirement for me? <laughs> no, not a legal requirement. <laughs> it's, just, it's a preference thing. I just don't, you know, like because you're in line, and the and the and the parents gab with the people, and there's like there's and there's always a woman getting her like her hair dyed, which takes like four hours, and it dyes slinging everywhere. Yeah, it's just I. So I try to go with like it's dead. So I every time I go in there, I'm like, when's your When's the when's the day that you have no one in? And they're like, uh, come like on Wednesday at like eleven a.m. I'm like, perfect, <laughs> I will be there. <laughs> so, all right, enough sidetracking. 
Um, today I want to talk about how I just refinanced my mortgage. And you did it like in this like slick way that I actually didn't know existed until you told me. Yeah. So, all right. To give those. What, what a, is it called? Just to. Uh, it was called a streamlined mortgage. So I currently have a. When I when I bought my house, I had a thirty year fixed, which I've been reading is for suckers because. And, yes. So I, I did a thirty year fixed as well, and right. I feel like I didn't do my research. No, but, but the reason know. is because it's. Cheaper a month. It's cheaper per month because you're spreading it out over 30 years. Mm. Um, but the interest rate's high. You know what was your rate when you, when uh, you got five point eight seven five percent? And I closed, and I'll mention it again on Black Monday in October of <laughs> 2008. It was the worst day to close. I had quit my job, so like the day I moved in, I had a week off between jobs. So I had a whole week to like paint and move in furniture and stuff, and you know, um, decorate. I guess. So, it, yeah, basically my interest rate is was high because it, it, it completely dropped after that day. Like, it dropped. <laughs> um, and so the reason why uh, 30-year fixes for suckers is, again, it, it's, it, it makes your monthly payment cheaper, right, because you're spreading it out mm-hmm. over 30 months. And, but, the, but the problem is that you pay more in interest because you're spreading it out and it's, you know, it's a higher interest rate. But there's right. 15 year fixed, which will have a higher monthly payment but a lower interest rate. And then there's the five one arm. Mm-hmm. Then you can do like 15 one arm. I mean, it, yeah, right. But basically, you go with an even lower interest rate, and you like kind of front load savings, mm-hmm. and then the rate can vary over time. So one of the things that you mentioned is the idea that there is researchers. Now, tell me if I'm wrong, but. You, I remember you saying that there's research done where if you were to get a variable rate mortgage, meaning it, meaning your interest rate changes with the market, um, right. that the, that the, depending on the, the time frame, whether it's you know a thirty year time frame, no matter if you bought your mortgage in nineteen hundred or two thousand, if you over thirty years. You actually end up saving on interest because the market just you just flow with the market and the market kind of evens out over those thirty years and you end up instead of being fixed like I was fixed and locked in at five point eight seven five, and if I were to be locked in at that price and for the next thirty years it's always been lower I'm I get screwed. Yeah, so I I think that um, interest rates have not nearly gone as high as they were mm-hmm. when our parents bought houses, and I don't think they'll ever go back to that like crazy height. Uh-huh. And uh, what happens like with a five one arm is it just it changes. So with a one in the five one arm means your rate will change every year. Mm-hmm. So it changes and then it stays for a year, and the end of that year it changes. And the thing is, if if it gets too high or whatever, you could always refinance again. Right. And it's like a five one arm or something. Right. You know, so right. you got to do the cost analysis, which we'll talk about another time. But so um, the reason why. I could never refinance is because I don't have a job, right? So (laughs) the bank is not going to say, oh, yeah, we'll take your mortgage. Wait, how are you going to pay this? You don't make any money. You also had very little equity. Yeah, yeah, like none. Um, When when you got it, they let you do with like no down or something. Yeah, I, I I have an FHA mortgage, which is a government mortgage, and I did not have to put any money down um, at all which is really dumb. 
It's um, crazy, but I guess it, it, yeah, it got kinda... me into a house when I shouldn't have I had no business buying a house. Like it, it worked, and my credit score was like six hundred and twenty. It was low. Wow. So I don't still don't know how I did it, but I did it because uh, they were giving away mortgages like candy at the bank. It was. I just, think you just get six hundred for being able to sign your name. Yeah. It, it is bad. <laughs> anyway, I. So I've never looked into refinancing because I can't. Now I rent the place out, right? Mm. Um, even though I'm not supposed to be allowed to, I guess because it's, it's an FHA mortgage. But I'm. It's not a. It's not an. I didn't rent it out because I was, you know, trying to make money from it. I rented it out because literally I couldn't afford to stay there anymore. Yeah, you're actually technically losing some money on it. Yeah, but it's less expensive for you to not live there than to live there. Right, I'm subsidizing, so. Uh, and know, like, I'm still paying I, for that place. Yeah, and I just remember because like we did the numbers together and stuff that um, you there was like a time not too long ago where you actually couldn't leave your place because if you sold it, you would owe the bank money more money than like you could afford. Right. So and it, I also, it was like a catch twenty two. Exactly, and I also had some help from like the local governments, which had stipulations attached to the loans, which meant I can't sell my house within seven years or I'd have to pay back $10,000 to the, to the county. And there was all kinds of stuff. So selling is, was not an option. So, so I think like the, the operative word is it was like a tough situation, Mm -hmm. but, uh, this is like kind of the beginnings of how we're turning it around and how we're going to make it, uh, profitable for you. Hopefully. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. So I, every time I called Wells Fargo, which is the bank that I had my mortgage through, I don't know if that's important or not, but they would, uh, I think everyone has their mortgages. Yeah, I know. They, they do get a lot of mortgages. I, well, I told them that I, uh, they were like, oh, you know, you can, you can apply for a streamline mortgage, a refinance. And I'm like, well, what's a streamline? They're like, oh, well, a, an appraiser doesn't have to come out to your house. Okay. Um, we just need your, a couple of pay stubs. Um, you know, how much money you have in your accounts currently, and, you know, a bunch of other information, but stuff that you could easily get. And, you know, you don't have to, you, we don't have to, you don't have to pay closing costs. So there was like no money out of pocket to do a streamline. And that's a guy, and I'm sure that's why they call it that. Cause it's just like, you just do it. And this was, and, th- and this was Wells Fargo. So it was through their company. Like they were going right, to streamline, right. they were basically going to rebuy the mortgage themselves, I guess. Mm. And the only reason why I decided to do a refinance or even thought about doing a streamlined refinance is because it's going to, I'm going to take advantage of what the current mortgage rates are. So right. uh, before that I was paying 5.875 and re- the current rate is around four point four and a quarter. So 4.25%. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up getting it to four and a half percent because they had to tack on the closing cost and the, they gave me a lender credit or whatever the stuff is. Um, but there was one guy who I dealt with who uh, was recommended to me that he was a guy that they said he just gets shit done. He gets the mortgages done. You know, when there's a tough thing to do, he's the guy. OK, he was a little bothersome. He would email me every friggin day. Like, were you, you know, with, with asking for pay, asking for paperwork from me because he would just send me like, oh, you got to sign this and print it and fax it back. OK, well, one of the things he had me sign, print and fax back was 59 pages. And I'm like, what? and I told, yeah, I was like, dude, 
First of all, I'm 30 years old and I live in 2014. I don't have a fax machine, nor do I have a printer. Now, I know <laughs> fax machines are much rarer than printers are, but I'm like, I'm trying to be paperless. So is there a way I can sign this online? Like, can I do like a – no. <laughs> okay. Really? Yeah. So I thought about just driving to Kinko's and having them print it out, me sitting there signing everything and then using their fax machine, which would have cost me money. Well, no big deal. But my dad has a printer and a fax machine, so I just kind of – I was like, Dad, I'm going to have to use your printer. I'm going to have to print out all this stuff. Um, so no big deal. I ended up doing that. Faxing back 59 pages, by the way, is not easy because you got to do it in batches. You can't just stick 59 you, – you can't stick a novel in a fax machine and expect it to scan every single page. <laughs> it just didn't work. So I'm like hand-feeding 59 friggin' pages through this fax machine. It's so dated and stupid. But regardless, I had to do it. Um and he didn't – one of the reasons why I decided to do it was he did not need pay stubs. He didn't ask for pay stubs because I, I, was, I was like, look, I don't have a job. Like I don't get paid a paycheck. I said I'm self-employed, so I can't offer you that. The only, and he says, no, the only thing I need is your bank statements in the last two months. I'm like, all right, cool. I have that. But guess what? The bank statements that I have are for a brand-new account because I had just started it two months ago. <laughs> so there wasn't really that much money in it. Everything was in my business account, and I didn't give him access to my business account. I gave him access to my savings, and I gave him access to my checking, which was mm. through Ally and Simple. And I just printed out the statements online. Not even printed them out. I just emailed him the PDFs. Um, you know, scanned my license, scanned my social security, scanned my insurance, uh, homeowners insurance, and just emailed everything over to him. And for the most part, he took care of like everything else. So it was. I mean, even though there were some hiccups here and there throughout the process, it was pretty simple. I mean, if I, in hindsight, like he annoyed the shit out of me, but I mean, really. Uh, just just to be clear, though, that this guy mm-hmm. doesn't work for Wells Fargo because no. Wells Fargo did require a pay stub. Correct. I'm sorry. You're right. I, you you might have said that or I just no, want to make I sure didn't it say it. I, I bled the two things in. So basically, Wells Fargo, uh, when I when I asked them, they kept, every time you call, they're like, you approve for a streamlined fr- – okay, great. I would like to learn more. Press 1. Press 1. I talked to somebody. I'm like, what, what do you need from me? They're like, we need pay stubs. I'm like, all right, that's not happening. Um, I can do everything but the pay stubs because I don't have pay stubs. And they're like, oh, it's going to be tough, but we can – you know, as long as you're making it at least enough to pay the mortgage, we can probably get something through. But then the other guy who's a different mortgage company and he deals with – he's just a um, – I guess a mortgage broker – Who's just mm. a guy that like can just sell any mortgage, whatever. Like creates a mortgage and then just immediately sells it to like, yeah, a bank. Whatever. Uh he he was like, No, I don't need any of that shit. I just this is what I need. Um, and I'll get it done for you. Now I when I went when now so everything ended up going through. Mm. And a long story short, I'm I'm officially streamlined refinance my house instead of being five point eight seven five percent. I now pay four and a half percent, so I saved a little over a point in interest, mm. which is good, which lowered my monthly payments. So, uh, and so I want to be specific about two things. So, okay. how much did you wind up saving on your monthly payment? All right, just it cost you nothing. Like yes. you literally had just had to deal with this guy and his stupid faxes, and so it was a kind of pain, but it cost you nothing, and you wound up saving how much a month? Yeah, cost me no money out of pocket to do this. So there's no closing costs, no appraiser fee, none of that stuff, which would which usually ends up happening in a full refinance. Um, 
but streamline is not the same thing. Um, now, the one thing I got to point out is that I could have – now, I've, been in the, I've owned this place for five years, right? Mm. So I've built five years of equity into the home. Um, wait, wait, dude, dude, you got, you got to answer my question first, though. I'm getting there. Okay, okay. I'm getting there because there's one more piece of information that's going to lead into what, how much I save per month. The so, term. The term. Because mm. this is important, I think. Yeah. I, I was going to ask you that next, but go go. Oh, okay. So I was – so basically I could have refinanced for, for 30 years, a 30-year fix, which would have – you know, now I'm paying – and it would have lowered my monthly payments even more because I was pushing it back another 30, five years. So, so can we at least give the two numbers in perspective? So how much would you, they have reduced it? Um, how much did you get it reduced? Okay. So I was paying fifteen oh nine a month in 2014 because right. they had assessed my taxes wrong and because my taxes for an FHA have to be rolled into the mortgage. Um, so my mortgage payments usually end up going up because in New Jersey, our, taxes go, our property taxes go up every single year. Like right. clockwork, um, so I was paying fifteen oh nine, and what will you now be paying? Thirteen seventy one. Okay, so one hundred thirty eight dollars savings a month, mm-hmm. or sixteen hundred fifty six dollars a year that you saved with like just some effort, but it didn't cost you anything, right? And I think we nothing. Yeah, and uh, now do you remember what it would have been? So and so just to clarify. The reason you only saved $138 is because you have 25 years left on your mortgage mm-hmm. and you kept it with 25 years left. Right. Because there's also an option to do a streamline and then basically reset it at 30. Correct. Do you know what you would have saved there? Um, couldn't we do the math on that? Because you can just add another yeah, five. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I think I've learned I'm very bad with math on the, on the spot with the podcast. Uh. But- you would have saved more. Basically. I would have saved more because it's um you're you're now spacing it out over thirty years rather than twenty five years, right? Right. But the the idea was that I didn't want to go back and reset the clock. You and because I mean? when we did the math, and there's an awesome calculator on Zillow.com mm-hmm. um, that we used for this, and I think it wound up being you're going to save roughly thirteen thousand dollars in interest over the course of these twenty five years. Uh, you know, because of what you did with your streamline. Now, if you streamlined it, but reset the term at 30 years, mm-hmm. not at 25, you would have actually lost money. Right. So it would have been cheaper per month, but you would have had an extra five years on the end and like a hell of a lot more interest. So, yeah. And, and basically the, the only thing that really happened is that I went from a five point eight seven five percent interest rate to a four and a half percent interest rate with no money out of pocket and nothing else like i just now i have a new mortgage company i'm no longer with wells fargo i'm with a bank called first star which Mm. is this bank out of michigan who gives a shit um so all all i know is that for the month worth of work which it really wasn't all a full month worth of work it was just really just signing papers and getting him the things that he needed um, and I maybe did like an hour a week for a month. So it wasn't that much work. Um, and then I had to drive, uh, up to a half hour to his office, but he could have came to me, but I decided to go there cause I had to go food shopping up that way anyway. And we just sat there and signed a novel's worth of paperwork <laughs> and, uh, then it was done. 
And I was supposed to bring $1,300 to the table for the title company. And I said, no, <laughs> because I don't have it because I, I bank online. So I can't get a certified check like today. He told me the day before, which was annoying. Um, so they'll just get that check when I when I get it. And I'll just send it and over to what, them. And to be clear, that's going to come back to you in a refund? No, it's some. not. So basically – it's, oh, so I so I misunderstood. So it would yeah, cost you yeah. thirteen hundred. Well, no, because I have a month off paying my mortgage. So no, technically no, it, I didn't pay any money. Huh. Okay, got you. So yeah, you get a month free living in your yeah yeah yeah. I so you. I have a month off from paying the mortgage, but I have to pay the title company, which is the the same amount. Basically, you're you basically you just pay a month's worth of your mortgage payment to a different company. Mm. So nothing lost, but nothing gained either. It's not like I got an right. extra month of not paying a mortgage or anything. I, I think technically um, your mortgage is now plus one month. You know what I mean? I don't think like you get like they just like, hey, like no, you're right, your you're mortgage. right. Like free money. No, like no. I, it probably is plus one month, but it's it, it's not worth talking about in terms of extra cost. Yeah. And- so but basically it was free to do and I was able to lower my monthly payments for no like for nothing and it was able to be profitable and, and i think we just need to harp on the thing that like if you have like a higher than five percent interest rate like it absolutely makes sense to streamline but you have to be like sure of the term because mm-hmm. if they reset your term it'll you'll actually lose money on the deal it'll yeah. appear cheaper and i mean the whole goal is to always to never to lose money i guess so, so i thought about this right um, I won't name names in this in this scenario, but Jim Cramer. <laughs> there's a gentleman named Dave Ramsey. <laughs> we'll, call, we'll call him Dave Ramsey. No. Um. So there's these there's this couple, and they bought a house thirty years ago, and they paid, let's say two hundred thousand dollars for the house mm-hmm. thirty years ago, and the house. And into this day, now now let's say this. At two thousand dollars, they bought a house thirty years ago. Wait, two hundred thousand. Yeah. Was the price of the house. Mm-hmm. If they had never done any refinancing ever, they right. would have the house would have been paid off, right? Because So they would have a an a two hundred thousand dollar asset plus whatever in, appreciating in value. Correct. That's, so that's if they never refinanced for all those thirty years. Now I'm sure thirty years ago. The price of owning, uh, you know, the monthly payments weren't as high as they were today. I don't know the, I don't know the answer to that. I, I'm speculating. So 30 years ago, interest rates were pretty high. So you would need to refinance, or it'd be very expensive. Okay, but they kept pushing back the dates. So like they kept re going to 30 years. So, so they would refinance at like 25 years or 20 years and reset it to 30. Right. So Moving 30 years forward. later, to this day, mm. they would have had their house paid off. If they didn't extend, if they didn't refinance and extend the loan out, but now it's extended out another fifteen years, so they'll be. Oh wow! Yeah. So so forty-five year mortgage. Basically. So basically a forty-five year mortgage, but throughout those years, their monthly payment has been lower. But but by the end of it, they will have paid an insane amount of money to buy this two hundred thousand dollar house, and now when they go to sell it, it's probably still worth that, maybe a little more. But it will never amount to what they've they, all, what they've they spent probably, over the past thirty years. 
Uh, you know, I'd love to see the numbers, but they probably paid over six hundred thousand dollars for I, like by through the course of the whole thing. It would so be they could have bought three houses instead of. Yeah, and to me, I never want to think of that. I don't ever want that to happen to me. Now, and here's the thing: is it's not like that they intended on doing this. No. I don't, I don't know them, but I'm sure they just did not realize that when you move the term, that you basically the bank fucks you. Or not only that, but you're in dire straits now, and you need your monthly payment lower today. So I don't give a shit about what happens in the future. I need to I need to lower all they're thinking about is short term like I need to lower my payments now because I am not doing well. And mm-hmm. that's sort of what I would and and before I had met you and before I really started to be like understand things like that, like understanding how interest works and shit, I guarantee you that if somebody came to me with a refinance I'd be like, "Okay, whatever." All I would say is, "Dude, I don't care. Just I want my monthly payments to be as low as possible." Right? And they're right. like, okay, well, you know, and I, I used to do this. I used to do this when I bought cars. I would say, I don't care what it takes, but my monthly payment better be under three hundred dollars. And they're like, good. Well, uh, okay, well, here's your loan. It's uh, <laughs> over eight years. And I'm like, all right, great. Your interest rate is four point nine. Okay, great. Whatever. I don't give a shit. They How much is my are like? Let's screw our client papers. Yeah, exactly. Let's cover their mouth so you don't see them like grinning and right. shit. Like <laughs> they're having a party in the back. They're popping champagne. They're like, this asshole just bought a car for four hundred thousand dollars. Bonuses for everyone. Bonuses <laughs> all around. So, like, but that's how I would think. I'm like, look, I don't want to spend over $300 a month for this Civic. I, I want to spend under $300 a month. And they're like, great. We'll just, you know, charge future Matt way more money than that. Like, sir, we could do it for $50 a month and the term will only be 99 years. Right. So it's a great deal. It's, it's just a great deal. Us. And what happens is like you end up like you bought a car for $15,000 and at the end of those 10 years or six years or whatever, that you car bought, you ended up costing you, yeah, that car ended up costing like $25,000. And it's yeah. insane when you think of it that way, but that's the price you pay for paying, you know, as you go. And and people are like, oh, but the monthly payment because I have all these expenses. And, and I think it comes down to that like analogy that I, I – Keep saying because maybe I'm obsessed with car analogies. But like, if you see two cars in the lot, mm-hmm. two Honda Civics, identical, one's ten thousand dollars, one's fifteen thousand dollars. I mean, what you're gonna pick? The ten thousand dollar one. So if you want to get the cheaper one because there's no reason to pay more, like you gotta keep that thought, like when you make these decisions. Because yeah. really, what you're doing is you're buying the fifteen thousand dollar car, and then five thousand dollars is lying in their pocket, and they are laughing at you. It's yes, lying in the bank's pockets. Up, yeah, I mean, it's going into someone's pocket that's not yours, and they all know about it, and, you know, sure, your payment's lower. But. And I, I, I think I got a glimpse, and I could pull out the paperwork, but it's like, like I said, it's like war and peace size paperwork. <laughs> uh, and I, when I looked at it, I, I saw, like, when I was signing the paperwork, I remember her uh, asking me to sign this piece of paper that says, this is how much you would pay if you, if you paid it off in 25 years. Like if you were to continue doing this mortgage in 25 years, this is how much money your house will, will have cost costed you. And it was up in like the $240,000 range. Now I paid like 180, 180,000. So mm. I'm going to be paying like an extra, like if I, if I didn't try to pay off my house early and I just did it for the full 25 years at what I'm, what I'm paying now, um, 
you know, I will have paid a substantial amount more than what I what the house what the sticker price was on the house. Mm. And that's the same with anything you buy. Like when you when you do any sort of any like, loan, yeah, any loan. That's that's the mm. you know so education or yeah. So it makes sense to want to pay it off as soon as possible. But the lore of you know wanting to. Uh, having that, like when you see that, like, oh, I'm, I can have, I can drive a brand new BMW for only like three hundred a month. That's why leasing people like love leases on cars. And I don't want to go into this topic because this is a whole nother. I this is well, a whole we should do. Problem. You know, what? let's let's make an episode about that. Okay. I think that would be a great one. But it's the same idea. Like, oh, like oh, I lease a car. Well, why do you lease? Well, dude, it's like you can get out, you can get a Honda Civic for like a hundred and fifty dollars a month. Yeah, and you'll never own it, and you're just, you're just gonna cont- and you'll always have a car payment for the rest of your life because you got to keep giving back the cars, and 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 they'll end up just raping you for more money at the end when you go over your mileage because you wanted to right. do that one road trip across the country, which was a stupid move for using at least car, or you decide, hey, I w- I need I want to move away, and you're like, well, I have a lease car, and when you give it back, they penalize you for giving it back early, so, it, like. The, the the I'm just saying that the lure of the low monthly payment is is what um, at really at your expense. Yeah. And and that's I really had to think about that because look, I'm in a situation where a low monthly I mean anybody really, a low monthly payment on my mortgage would be a godsend. Right? It, like the lower my monthly payment is and I and if I can get my monthly payment on my mortgage lower than what my tenant pays me, I profit. Which right. is like fantastic. But and then and then really it turns out that you know my tenant is the one that's paying my mortgage for me, and if he lives there for the full twenty five years, I I win I win. That's how these guys make you know landlords they make money doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not at that situation yet. I can't do a a full refinance and really <clears throat> drop my payments down. I can't do a fifteen year fixed. I can't do a five one arm because they need. Income. Pay stubs. They need pay stubs. And I can in like another year when I can like safely say, okay, I make X amount of dollars a year. I'm self-employed because they need at least two years of like steady of me making whatever X amount of dollars I make for them for a bank to say, okay, we, we will we will buy the loan because but, we But you are at least able to take advantage of the lower rates now. Mm-hmm. So and, and like I think the thing is like pretty much everybody will be able to I mean as long as it makes sense. The rate's like above five percent, say. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I would say that if you were thinking about doing it, and if you had the option to do it, I don't know if. I mean, I guess anyone has the option to do a streamline, right? I don't know the answer to that, to be quite honest. I don't know what other mortgages are like, or like if VA loans are different. You know, uh, loans for veterans are different. Mm, they uh, probably have better rates, and yeah, yeah. oh yeah, I'm sure they do. Um, but I, I'd, I'd, I'd say that I probably wouldn't do it. Unless you were going to gain a full point, meaning if you are paying 5% interest now on in your house and the current rate is 4%, I'd say do it because you're going to get that 1%, but, or, but make sure that you, know, you do the math over the course of the entire loan and make sure you're not going to be – you're not going to end up paying more in interest than you would be saving up front. Yeah, and because I think the thing is, like, uh, and of course it's because it's also a factor of the price of your home yeah. and the size of your loan. But uh, you were you were a little bit more than a point, and over twenty five years, you saved thirteen thousand dollars. So you you reduce your payment, mm-hmm. you saved money. Mm-hmm. But uh, in in your same situation, if if the gap 
between your old industry and your new one was less, you just wouldn't save as much. So, you know, you could do it all. Maybe you save like $500 over the course of 25 years. Then it may not be worth faxing 59 pages of yeah. crap, you know. But who knows? Like, <laughs> I, I, like I've, I have not paid the mortgage yet for this new loan. I, it could turn out to be a nightmare. Who knows? I could, tur- mm. I could turn out hate this bank for whatever reason, and I don't see why. I mean, it's just a bank. They just collect their money, and you go on your way. But who knows? I could, it could be a bad decision. But, I, I mean, I, I, as of right now, I mean, my payments got lowered, like, by a lot, I think, per month. I mean, like, mm. over $100, which is it's, it's substantial for anyone. I mean, I, that's, like, a week's worth of groceries or something. Oh. But, yeah. So... That's 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 my story about how I did that. And and I'm sure um I'm not a loan expert, I'm not a mortgage expert. I don't really know much about it, but if you want to ask me questions about it, uh I'd be happy to give some insight as to what I did and maybe what to look out for, but um only because I've gone through the experience and I know a little now because I asked a lot of questions. So, if you have any questions, um this will be episode 28. So you can just go to listenmoneymatters.com slash 2828, and um, you can ask them in the comments or send us a response on Facebook, um, Twitter even, uh, which you can find us at uh, comments. Facebook. Is, what's you can even do comments on the – oh, but sorry. Yeah, li- Facebook.com slash yeah, – Facebook.com yeah. slash Listen Money Matters, and Twitter is Money Matters Man. At Money Matters. At Money Matters Man. Yeah. And and if you want to hear Matt say it in like a rappy tone, <laughs> right? Check out our rap video. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So that's it. And you have anything else to add? You want to that? Uh, that's all. Cool. Happy Happy Monday. Happy Monday. <laughs> happy Saturday morning, but also Monday. That's right. <laughs> all right. Later, Matt. Later, dude. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us an honest review on iTunes. And for more information, visit listenmoneymatters.com. Peach out, home slice.